0: You're listening to the Peacock and
1: Williamson NFL Show, your daily podcast on the National Football League, powered by the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day.
0: Welcome to Peacock and Williamson, our first post-Sunday NFL breakdown on the new podcast. This football season will be different, and Pepsi is here to get you ready for game day, no matter how you watch this season. Uh, you need that refreshment when you're sitting on the couch eight hours uh, just in the zone watching NFL football in week one, as I was. And, Matt, I'm sure you were as well. Pepsi is the refreshment you need to power through game day and become a member of the League of Football Watchers because Pepsi isn't made for those who play the game. It's made for those who watch it. Pepsi, made for football watching. Brian Peacock at Peacock on Twitter. Matt Williamson at WilliamsonNFL. For those new listeners out there, Matt Williamson, former NFL scout, former college scout, ESPN, read all of his stuff now at Pro Football Network. And of course, we're doing it daily here on Peacock and Williamson covering the National Football League and also the new Dynasty podcast, Locked On Dynasty Football. How's that going, Matt?
1: We are going to record our first one this evening, actually, Ryan McDowell and I. There's been a demo that the four of us all kind of did together just so there's something for people to download Um, and Marcus and Kate did their first one last week. But we're going to do two this week. Those those guys will do two this week. So there's four a week. So they're going to start rolling starting probably tonight, maybe by the time you download this. So go hit the download button on Locked On Dynasty.
0: Oh, and I'm taking on Kate this week in our first week in our dynasty startup, oh, wow. our locked on dynasty league, too. And I'm a kind of afraid to, to look at the score. And I, I didn't look at it yesterday. Uh, <laughs> there was a lot of surprising stuff, Matt. Some games look like preseason football and some others look like regular old NFL football. And actually, the Thursday night game was one that looked like a, a regular old NFL game. Um, some other games Sunday, though, were were a little bit more off. And uh, one of those teams that was a little bit off, and I want to start with this game because there's big news about running back Marlon Mack from the Indianapolis Colts, and he has a torn Achilles. Marlon Mack is done for the season, so more bad news for the Indianapolis Colts, who lost to everybody's 32nd power-ranked team in the NFL, the Jacksonville Jaguars. The Jags beat the Colts 27-20.
1: So... I'm going to kind of scale things back here. a little. Well, I'm going to pull, pull the curtain aside a little bit because I remember picking this game and going, boy, I hate picking. I always pick the Florida teams at home early in the year. I want to pick Denver tonight in the altitude. But it's just like the game tonight in that the Colts and the Titans, to me, are going into the game clearly better. The matchups favor them. But history shows it's just really tough to win on the road, hot, especially a year like this. And I thought the Colts kind of wound down as, as the game went on, and, and which was sort of predictable. But I still thought, ah, they're so much better than Jacksonville. Jacksonville's the worst team we've ever seen. You know, all that narrative. And a couple of things I took away from it were, First of all, Gardner is a pretty good player. And I found that <laughs> out over the offseason. I was hard on him as his rookie season went on. But when I watched him this offseason, he's highly capable. Another thing I thought this offseason was, boy, the Colts are so excited about Phillip Rivers. And I'm not sure that he's the answer, let alone even an upgrade. I mean, because he puts the ball in harm's way when it matters most all the time. And you would think, well, he's going to, like, you know have some different stripes because he's so well protected and but he still does it and he worries the heck out of me for the Colts
0: I don't know how much to take away from one week of NFL football with zero preseason games uh, and maybe the whole quarter of the season will be like this to start but um I, I and I don't know where to move Jacksonville in those power rankings but hey how about this though the only home team that actually had fans in the seats. What twenty percent capacity? So uh, those those Jacksonville Jaguars fans that were actually there, I guess, can pat themselves on the back for giving the the Jags a, a true home field advantage there. But you're right, Gardner Minshew, nineteen of twenty, he had one incompletion on the day. Yeah, that's not bad.
1: Right. I'm glad you brought the fans because I wanted to start the show with that. And in that, it's only one week. It's a super small sample size. You kind of said at the start the show that uh, at least on first viewing. It wasn't ugly football. It was, I, and I don't hear anyone complaining about refs. You know, how much have we complained about refs the last five years? And <laughs> uh, I mean, I think that it was a pretty clean brand of football. The only team that did have, you know, fans helping them. And I guess this helps with, it's true of the Chiefs too. One in pretty decided fashion yep. or unlikely fashion. And I think the practice squad should kind of look around and say, We influence games a lot more than maybe any of us thought.
0: It's hard to know. It's hard to know. We're going to need a little bit bigger sample here, but the Jacksonville Jaguars, and maybe, and this is obviously the overall theme for the Jags, and we've got to move on to some other games here. If we're going to hit all of these, maybe they took out the trash, right? Maybe, it was a mindset thing. Maybe they needed to clean out that locker room and have a fresh start and maybe everybody's playing fresh and clean, no expectations there and mentally clear. And they, they went out and beat a, a team that uh, I thought it, I, I was, I'm projecting still to do some pretty big things this year. And uh, the other thing that I saw from the Colts is I, I wanted to see the offensive line dominate a little bit more and they were okay. They were fine. But I mean, you know, 2.4 yards per carry for uh, Jonathan Taylor. They, they were right around four yards per carry as a team, but that factored in uh, some wide receiver runs and, Um, Naheem Hines working quite a bit. So that backfield is odd now without Marlon Mack. You got to believe that Jonathan Taylor is going to just own it, though, at some point very soon.
1: I got to think so. I mean, I think Hines is a very good Rivers fit, but things set up well for Taylor. And they threw him the ball more than I expected in his debut game, too.
0: I'm really glad I didn't pick the Colts because that was one of my teams I was leaning for for our six pack. I did not choose it. And actually, Matt, we beat the Action Network five to four in our six pack of picks. More about that on Thursday when we talk with Chris Raybon again. Uh, One of those games, Matt, your first draft pick was the Washington football team. And not only did they cover, they beat the Eagles 27 to 17 this one was out of nowhere and that was after the Eagles jumping out to a 17-0 lead and I thought oh man this is bad news for uh our picks uh, our six pack of picks but no Washington came back with 27 unanswered points to win at home over Philly
1: yeah I didn't feel great about that one early on and thought boy my man Carson Wentz looks great this this Washington team is in for a long year. They are overmatched. They just don't have the talent to hang this year. Okay, to be expected. But the reasons I took took the, the football team were basically derived around their defensive line, all the shifting and changing with the Eagles' offensive line, Miles Sanders not playing, so that all really came to fruition. You know I mean? Eight sacks, you know, Chase Young and company, getting that's, after yeah. Wentz repeatedly. That's the number, the no eight sacks. Yeah. Two from yep.
0: Kerrigan, one and a half from Chase Young, the odds-on favorite for Rookie of the Year if he has games like that. Matt Ioannidis, one and a half sacks. Jonathan Allen got in in the mix. Um John Bostic. I mean, it was just... Wentz was just under pressure. I mean, that's crazy. Eight sacks. Uh, the, the Philadelphia Eagles need to figure something out up front for sure.
1: Yeah, and... I I have a feeling that Washington's going to do this to a lot of teams this year. I mean, they have their holes, but their strength is a great strength to have.
0: Absolutely. Well said. Um, Let's move this along here to the Raiders at the Panthers, which is one that went the other direction for both Matt, us, and the Action Network. We liked the Panthers at home getting points here. The Raiders, though, by a half a point, uh, killed that number. 34 uh, 30, the Raiders beat the Panthers. My number one takeaway in this game is uh, John Gruden was somehow like getting through the back door and finding some buffets in Las Vegas during quarantine, right? Because he was looking like a big boy out there. Did you see John Gruden on the sideline?
1: He didn't run into any Rogaine either in his <laughs> travels. <laughs> That's true, too. Yeah, he was,
0: <laughs> man, uh, the the quarantine's rough on, uh, on Gruden. Not, it
1: doesn't treat us all the same.
0: You know what? It was just about as rough on me, so uh, yeah, I guess I shouldn't say anything.
1: (laughs) Fun game, though. I mean, I feel like we kind of nailed this game before. It's going to be back and forth. Start all your fantasy players all year against Raiders and Panthers. And fantasy note, I mean, Josh Jacobs, if we're drafting today, he might be the fifth pick of the draft. you know, He's catching balls.
0: He's the guy. And in 25 carries, so he's the guy there. And I wasn't sure. I thought they might want more of a committee. They kept bringing in passing down backs, but Josh Jacobs looks legit, looks like the guy, good line in front of him. Uh, It wasn't like a huge, huge day because he, I mean, yardage-wise and yards per carry-wise, 3.7 yards per carry, but it was the three touchdowns. Like, he's the guy. You love seeing a running back who's not only getting all the carries between the 20s, he's getting catches out of the backfield and getting all the goal line carries.
1: Yeah, and rugs went down, something to keep a note on, too. We'll we'll monitor injuries throughout the week.
0: Oh, and he looked fast on that over route. Tyreek Hill-like speed there. That's going to be tough to cover, and it'll be fun to watch those guys develop, Brian Edwards and Hunter Renfro. But I'm with you. Yeah, start all your fantasy guys against the Panthers and the Raiders. More Sunday breakdowns coming up. We've got a bunch more games to get to and make our picks for Monday Night Football coming up.
1: Folks, I want to tell you about DoorDash that I've been using for a long time, honestly. And DoorDash is the app that brings you food you're craving right now, right to your door. Ordering is super easy. Open the DoorDash app, choose what you want to eat, and your food will be left safely outside your door with the new contact list delivery drop-off setting. With over 300,000 partners in the U.S., Puerto Rico, Canada, and Australia, you can support your local go-tos or choose from your favorite national restaurants like Chipotle, Wendy's, the Cheesecake Factory. Many of your local favorite restaurants are still open for delivery. Just open the DoorDash app, select your favorite local restaurant, and your food will be left at your door. DoorDash deliveries are now contactless to keep communities we operate in very safe. So, right now, our listeners get $5 off and zero delivery fees on their first order of $15 or more when you download the DoorDash app and enter our code locked on. all one word. That's $5 off and zero delivery fees on your first order when you download the DoorDash app in the App Store and enter locked on. Don't forget that's code locked on for $5 off your first order with DoorDash.
0: Talking about erectile dysfunction isn't easy. Usually we just brush it off or blame ourselves saying something like I lost my mojo or we avoid it altogether with excuses like I had a long day at work or I'm just not feeling it. But with Roman, it is easy to talk about it with a real healthcare professional who can prescribe real medication. It's simple, safe and totally discreet. With Roman, you can get a free online evaluation and ongoing care for ED, all from the comfort and privacy of your home. A healthcare professional will work with you to find the best treatment plan. If medication is appropriate, Roman will ship it to you, free two-day shipping. The whole process is straightforward, simple, and discreet. Getting started is simple. Go to GetRoman.com slash LockedOnNFL and complete an online visit. Erectile dysfunction used to be tough to tackle, but now there's Roman. Go to getroman.com slash locked on NFL today. If approved, you'll get $15 off your first order of ED treatment. That's getroman.com slash locked on NFL. Getroman.com slash locked on NFL. All right, Matt. More upsets in the NFL, this time in Santa Clara, where the 49ers fell to the Arizona Cardinals. The Niners, now the only winless team in the NFC West. The NFC champs fall 24 20 to the Cliff Kingsbury. Kyler Murray, Cardinals.
1: Yeah, and to me, it's more of a takeaway about the Cardinals than the Niners. I trust the Niners. I don't think Jimmy played particularly well, but didn't have his. uh, They were light on wideouts, as you know better than anyone. Kyler was great. I mean, he had doing kind of a Lamar Murray impersonation as a runner, just so explosive. Hopkins with 14 catches uh, and the defense was fine, but I'm not going to overreact to this one.
0: This is one of those that looked more like a preseason game, especially from the 49ers. They have some things to work out. Jimmy Garoppolo did not look sharp at all. Uh, one of the worst games I've seen from him, actually. under throwing guys, he had an opportunity to win it in the fourth quarter and just didn't make his throw. So that, that was not a good look for Jimmy Garoppolo in the 49ers offense. Discombobulated a little bit. Um, yeah, they were missing both Debo Samuel and Brandon Ayuk, which is not ideal. Garoppolo hung... George Kittle out to dry. Kittle with a knee injury. Didn't have another catch after that in the second half of the game. So more on the the Kittle injury front later in the week when, when he gets checked out a little further. He came back in the game, but was not the same. Just a really bad first week for the 49ers and a very preseason like. And yeah, Kyler Murray is just fun because and they don't really have designed runs for him, which is somewhat surprising for how athletic he is. They just let him play, and in the flow of the game, he'll take off. And he's hard to bring down the open field, those short legs and um yeah they're gonna be a tough team and and they're good they're much improved from last year by the way some major welcome to the nfl moments for rookie linebacker isaiah simmons he was picked on he was picked on early but uh the cardinals got the last laugh beating the 49ers in week one
1: yeah and again if i were to do a power ranks right now i wouldn't vault arizona real high up or kill the niners for this one but it's a red flag it's something to monitor
0: Two fantasy notes, pick up Jarek McKinnon. He was the third down yes. back and, and was pretty much, I mean, Tevin Coleman was non-existent in this game. He, he did see the field a little bit, but it was clear that it was a 1-2 situation with Raheem Mostert being the main back and Jarek McKinnon being heavily involved in the passing game and the game plan. So that's what the 49ers backfield looks like, at least right now after one week. The Seattle Seahawks beat the Falcons 38-25. Watching this game, my main takeaway was how good Jamal Adams is, and we all know how good Jamal Adams is already, but watching him on a new team completely change a defense. like He is everywhere. He is such an animal.
1: You're right, and it's funny because when you don't see these players play for a while and you see that big trade, and you and I analyzed it, and I said things like, I get it from Seattle's standpoint, but he doesn't really take the football away. He's not great in coverage. So those are important, you know, details when you give up two first round picks for a guy and then you watch him and he's everywhere and he's a game changer and, and is just has such a ripple effect in live, you know, in real time. And you're hundred percent right. And I think this is, you're seeing a lot of it is step one of Russell Wilson's MVP tour, you know, like his, yeah, Letting him cook—I I, kind of hate that term. I don't know why we have to say that all the time. But. <laughs> why is that how we say yeah. that? It's always there. Yeah, it's always out there though.
0: Um, yeah, three hundred twenty-two passing yards, thirty-one of thirty-five for Russell Wilson. Uh, seeing them run the ball the way they did, and it's Chris Carson's backfield, even though they they didn't run it all that much. Uh, He's the goal line back um, in the receiving game. Two touchdowns for Chris Carson. You love the deep ball to DK Metcalf. Uh, I mean, that that's it's a scary team because Indeed. if their defense is improved, which it looks like it is, even without the, you know, some big time questions on the defensive line. I mean, Russell Wilson, 300 yards, four touchdown passes and the way they can run the ball, too. That's a scary team to play. Uh, the Seattle Seahawks really doing work against the Falcons. The Falcons are a tough team because they always do this where Julio Jones has 150 yards and then they lose. Right. It's like the, the, Yeah. Calvin Ridley, 130 yards, two touchdowns. Russell Gage, they had three 100-yard receivers in that game, only 25 points, uh, still lose big to the Seahawks. At some point, you've got to just start with something new in Atlanta and figure out a different way to win games, because this isn't working.
1: Yeah, I feel like Atlanta are you know is who I thought they were type of deal, in that I often said this offseason, I don't think Gurley's going to be a difference maker on the ground. Matt Ryan might lead the league in... Uh, passing yards, but a lot of it will be hollow. And the defense is not as quite as good as it was the last eight games, but better than it was the first eight games. And they lost to a better team. You know I mean? Atlanta yep. looks like an 8-8 eight and eight team to me that Ryan's going to throw like crazy.
0: Let's move on to Buffalo. The Bills beat the Jets 27-17, and that was a little bit of a comeback for the Jets to even get this thing that close. And, I mean, again, this is one week. We can't over react to one week of NFL football but I have to imagine that the uh the the clock is starting on Adam Gase if there's an over-under on the first coach to get fired this year uh, it might be Adam Gase of the Jets yeah. and I think there might be a lot of power rankings where the 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 Jaguars have jumped over the Jets at the bottom of those lists
1: yeah I am gonna do a power ranks for Pro Football Network and I'm strongly considering the Jets at 32 it's just and I don't know if Darnold's part of the problem or the what, but I don't. I tend to give him the benefit of the doubt. Um, they're they're rough, and the Bills. I'm not going to overreact and throw them high up the power ranks either. I mean, like Stefan Diggs is obviously going to make a big difference in their favor. That's a great acquisition. And I know people were buzzing about Josh Allen, but he missed throws too, and he had a fumbled fumble. twice. He tried to fumble the ball,
0: fumble the game. Away. Right? Yeah.
1: It's always like, yeah, he looks better, but then he did these three dumb things. You know, like I think that's who he is. He's-
0: Stephon Diggs doing work in his debut, 8 catches, 86 yards, Josh Allen the leading rusher, so I don't know if you want to own Devin Singletary or Zach Moss in that backfield, I'm not sure how that's going to go, I don't think everything, every game script is going to go that way with Josh Allen sure. being the leading rusher as well, but uh, he was scrambling around out there quite a bit. Bears and Lions, the Bears, this was a big W for our picks here, the Bears beat the Lions 27-23 in Detroit.
1: And here's another one. I mean, uh, the Lions, they lost all those close games last year. They were winning big in this one. Swift drops a game-winning touchdown pass. And once again, a Matt Patricia-led team or a Lions team, as I've seen pretty much in my whole bulk of my lifetime, finds a way to lose. And give Trubisky some credit. I mean, he was far from great, but he led the team back and played better as the game went on.
0: Yeah, Trubisky. I watched some of this game, not the whole game, and Trubisky's numbers look a lot better than what I thought he how he played. And he he, he wasn't awful. Twenty of thirty six, two hundred forty two yards, three touchdowns, no interceptions. You know, he had a hundred and four point two rating. That's not bad at all. Much better than than Stafford's rating. And obviously, they won the football game there. But um, and again, hard to take a lot away from from one week. The the thing I'll take away here, though, is. That Adrian Peterson, first of all, averaging six yards per carry, and he seems like the guy in the Detroit backfield. Right. <laughs> 14 rushes, 93 yards. Uh, I don't know how much you can put on carry on Johnson. There was the big drop from DeAndre Swift, who was only averaging about two yards per carry anyway. Seemed like an afterthought for the rookie, um, at least initially to start the year. There, um, tough at wide receiver. They were they were starting Quintez Cephas, the rookie, out there with with Galladay out. So um, I just I I don't. I can't take anything strong out of out of this game about either team necessarily, but I, except for the fact that I don't, I don't like either team still. <laughs> <You> know, <laughs> I hear you. Like, yeah. Oh uh, man. All right. Uh, how about this one? This was my lock of the week. Lock it up. Packers beating the Vikings, even getting points. I mean, that was silly. That bet was too easy for us, Matt, and we got the big W in our matchup against the Action Network with our picks with this one. 43-34, Aaron Rodgers making some vintage Rodgers throws. And people forget that all the things we say about Patrick Mahomes right now is the things we said about Aaron Rodgers in the past. And he's still got some oh, of that. Yeah. Like, he still can make some throws that you're just like, oh, my gosh, wow. Not many people in the world can do that.
1: Yeah, 100%. And I made a couple bucks on this game, too, on the side. I thought it was a pretty easy one when they were getting points. I know Packers fans hate me because I'm a little rough on them. Yep. But I, I kind of mentioned Russell Wilson, you know, step one of his MVP tour. This might be step one of Aaron Rodgers' FU tour to, you know, to everybody out yeah. doubted him, <laughs> including me. I mean, but th- I mean, this game was 43-34, and the Vikes scored 24 points in the fourth quarter, but it th- was never close. I no. mean, this was dominant from the beginning. I mean, they, they won the time of possession battle with over 41 minutes of time, you know, and the, the, they were under 19, the Vikes. I mean, it wasn't close. I mean, there was some... Massive garbage time at the end to make this look respectable, but the Packers whipped them and Devontae Adams. I mean, is he better than ever? I mean, Rogers to
0: Adams, even with everybody in the world, knowing where the football's going, doesn't matter. 14 catches, 156 yards, two touchdowns, making people look silly and man and zone coverage. And uh, Eric Kendricks, a linebacker, I mean, uh, nearly crossed him over to the point where he fell over on, on a route over the middle of the field out of the slot. So uh, Aaron Rodgers, 364 yards, four touchdown passes. It's not always going to be that easy, I think, for the Packers offense. But, yeah, I think Aaron Rodgers with the chip on his shoulders is someone to bet on this year. And, by the way, in the backfield, Aaron Jones is the guy. So uh, the the oh, people yeah. to own are Rodgers, Jones, Devontae Adams. Don't, don't play anybody else on your fantasy football teams this year.
1: Right. And you might be real happy with them.
0: Oh, you'll be in good shape with those guys for sure. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Let's keep this going. We've got the Dolphins and Patriots. Uh, The Pats holding court at home, 21-11 in Cam Newton's debut. Any big takeaways with this one for you, Matt?
1: This is another one I didn't think was all that close, that the Patriots controlled the flow of the game. Um, Their defense made it very tough on Miami. Uh, Miami's weapons weren't equipped to get away from Gilmore and company. Fitzpatrick predictably threw a pick and put the ball in harm's way more than he should. Uh, the, but the offense for New England is, seems like it's all about Cam, which is good, but his weapons don't help him.
0: No, and he had like a couple that. of goal line, you know, he was the goal line back, Yeah, classic Cam Newton style. He carried the ball more than anybody on the team. 15 carries for 75 yards in those two scores. Didn't throw a touchdown pass. He only threw the ball 19 times. They didn't need to chuck the ball a lot in this game because they held uh, the Dolphins to 11 points. Eight of those points in the fourth quarter. The Dolphins don't have any, th- I mean, like, the Dolphins can't be the darling this year because they still don't have enough. As, as much as they've improved and they might beat some teams, I mean, they just don't have enough on offense. They they don't, whether or not There's it's no Tua playmaker or Ryan Fitzpatrick, him. right? And we're going to see Tua yeah. at some point. I mean, three picks from Ryan Fitzpatrick trying to bring him back. I mean, that's just, it's a tough ask. And this is one of those games where the Patriots are still just a better football team. Uh, they're well coached and the Dolphins don't have enough firepower yet so some work to do there in Miami I'm interested to see a game where cam Newton needs to throw to win right and, and right. so uh I can't take anything away from this game with cam yet because it was almost too easy except for the fact that uh he's still that big goal line back which is a nice wrinkle for any team to have
1: yeah and and that's what I agree with what you said about I want to see a game where cam has to throw. And it's not that I'm worried about Cam as a thrower. I just want to see his guys consistently getting open and yes. making plays. I don't know that that's going to happen.
0: Right, yeah, it's more about his weapons helping him right. out than what Cam, because Cam's Cam's going to be fine with Bill. I mean, that's going to be solid, and, and that's why we talked about, hey, Bill's going to be coach of the year, because they're going to be a fine football team, even though they've lost so much. All right, when we come back, we'll finish up the games from Sunday, make our picks for Monday night football next. Big hungry, little bit of time. Built Bar then is for you and you'll feel good about grabbing a built bar as whatever morning midday snack a meal replacement if you're looking to stay in shape you want to feel good about a high protein low sugar protein bar that tastes like a candy bar go to builtbar.com get a box with a very special discount promo code locked on for ten dollars off your next order not only is it low calorie low sugar high protein but high fiber and even great for a keto diet Peanut butter, my favorite flavor. 19 grams of protein, only 180 calories and 5 grams of sugar. Uh, if you want to go with the new cookies and cream flavor, 17 grams of protein, only 130 calories and 4 grams of sugar. Go to BuiltBar.com, build your own box of Built Bars or get one of the 18 fantastic flavors that are covered in 100% chocolate and use promo code On. You'll get $10 off your next order. Promo code Locked On for $10 off. At builtbar.com. Matt, one of your picks here that was almost too easy for you now that I now that I look back on it and I wasn't sure. In fact, I picked the Browns to cover the points. What was it, eight and a half points? I don't even remember how many points it was, and it doesn't matter because the Ravens crushed them 38 yeah. to 6. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. I, I, I'm sorry to interrupt you. I didn't no, it's care fine. what the point spread was. I I thought this was a blowout. For the last month, i thought this is going to be a blowout.
0: Lamar Jackson, the, the crazy thing about Lamar Jackson is he was an MVP last year, and he can and has gotten better. Like, this guy, he's got all the talent in the world. Obviously, we see the way he runs. His arm talent is there. It's up there. He drops dimes. He makes some great throws as he gets more uh, efficient as a passer. I mean, it's just scary. Lamar Jackson, Patrick Mahomes, there's some unbelievably talented quarterbacks right now in the NFL.
1: Yeah, there absolutely are. I, I mean, we will we, we, we'll talk a lot about these teams going forward, yep. but... Um. Yeah, you know, we also got the Browns on Thursday night, but what a blowout!
0: Yeah, and for the Browns, you know, still a lot of time. Again, it, new coach, new system, some moving parts there. Uh, I, I still like the Browns to at least make some noise, even if they're not a playoff team this year. How about the Chargers narrowly getting out of Cincinnati in Joe Burrow's debut, sixteen to three Chargers over the Bengals.
1: Yeah, and the Chargers fine I mean I, I think they're going to be a close to the vest like we thought ball control tie rod don't hurt us type of team and that's fine against a okay opponent but I have hope for the Bengals and I think the takeaway here is Joe Burrow looked the part I mean if this was the opening act of his career he passed with flying colors gets him in position to tie it and go to overtime and the damn kicker Pulls a calf muscle or whatever. <laughs> and ah, you know, what a terrible way for the game to end.
0: Yeah. But
1: I think we learned a lot about Burrow.
0: Yeah, Burrow deserved better. And, you know, obviously 5.4 yards per throw. The this was a dink and dunk situation for Joe Burrow. But uh, he he stood in there his first NFL game against a defense that was tough. They were coming after him. Joey Bosa oh, they and um real. yeah. So and and Burrow's offensive line wasn't great, especially early in that game. I think they got better in the second half. Um, But Burrow passed the test. It's like, okay, they they found a dude there, I think.
1: Yeah, it looks like he belongs. I think Mixon will be the foundation of the offense. A.J. Green actually played football. Like I'm encouraged (laughs) if I'm a Bengals fan. Uh,
0: Marquee matchup (laughs) Sunday afternoon was the Saints and Buccaneers. And uh, Tom Brady... Uh, they they weren't amazing in that debut new look team again a lot of moving parts i had predicted the saints to win i think the bucks will get a lot better this will be a fun matchup to see again a second time this season in tampa but the saints win over the bucks 34 23
1: i'm not overreacting to the bucks loss it's a tough tough opponent um, against a team that has great stability and is really really solid and mike evans Lost his matchup once again to Lattimore. I know he caught a touchdown late, and you fantasy owners are happy, but he was a non-factor when it mattered, and he's not 100% healthy. Uh, My radar's up, though, is, you know, is this going to look like Peyton Manning's last year? You know, I mean, Brady didn't look good. He didn't throw the ball well. He didn't handle pressure well. Uh, I don't know. You can't ignore that.
0: There are some questions, a lot of questions yeah. about his arm and the 49ers game is going on at the same time. So this is the game I watched the least because I knew most people okay. would be watching it the most. So I can't comment because I didn't see every throw from Breeze, but there were some serious questions about uh, maybe his arm falling off even from where it was last year. And he's not slinging it around like he used to before. So that's definitely something to monitor for the Saints.
1: Yeah, and I think that's legit. I mean, they have a lot of weapons. They have a really good defense. I think the Bucks have a really good defense. But one thing I said a lot about Brady last year, was his low-light tape had more on it than ever. You know, usually his low-light tape has nothing on a on year-to-year basis compared to other quarterbacks. Well, there was a lot of low-lights in this one for Brady, and uh, these two are on the 18th hole.
0: And I know they've got Godwin and Evans there, but when they're both yeah. nicked up, there's not a lot behind those guys either for no. Brady to throw to, so it becomes Drunk all tight mind. ends all the time.
1: Right. Yeah, yeah, you're right. And a lot of Ronald Jones, for better or worse
0: yeah and Fournette not a big factor it's uh yeah, I don't know. we'll see we'll see with tampa yeah. there's there's a lot to work with and that's a work in progress for sure a uh, sunday night football it was another w for us with our six pack of picks the rams beating the cowboys getting some points actually too at home overrated cowboys matt i don't know 2017 rams over the dallas cowboys
1: yeah, I'm not going to say overrated. And even though I watched Hard Knocks, the stadium is unbelievable. You know I mean, I yeah. learned more about it as watching the game. Holy cow. I mean, uh, the money they spent is worth it, apparently. I, I loved how the Rams came out playing really fast, um, getting the ball out of Goff's hands. and, and Yeah, a
0: lot of, uh, a lot of yeah. uh, play action, a lot of boots.
1: Yep, absolutely. Quick hitting stuff, not driving the ball down the field, spreading the ball around. But they didn't capitalize. I felt like they could have ran away with this game and should have felt like they should have been up by, like, 14 at the half. And, you know, the, field, the kicker – a lot of missed kicks, by the way, this week. That's another theme I wanted to bring up. Ganked one off the, the upright and didn't finish drives like they should. And Dallas hung around, and your boy Alden Smith is a nice addition. I think their D-line's good. It looks like Vander Esch is going to be out for a while with a broken clavicle. C.D. Lamb's a nice addition. Zeke looked as good as I've ever seen him. I thought this was a high quality playoff like football game. So I'm not going to say Dallas is overrated. I think they played a very quality opponent.
0: Alden Smith looks, well, yeah, Aaron Donald is amazing. His highlight tape is crazy. Seeing him throw people around is, is just nuts. But Alden Smith, I did not expect to see him out there on every snap and, and, and being close to the old player he was. And it's a reminder of how amazing he was as a young player. And, and uh, the, Fastest player ever to 30 sacks in NFL history. And some there there's still some talent there. And he's going to be a big part of that defense. A fun story to watch there. Congratulations on making his way back to Alden Smith and hopefully gotten his life right off the field. Another one, and I want to talk rookie wide receivers later in the week, but C.D. Lamb, uh, he was featured a lot in this game. They were going three wide like crazy. He had five catches for 59 yards. Nothing wow from what C.D. Lamb did, just the fact that he was heavily involved. Uh, but my big takeaway is NFL players tackle a lot better than Big 12 players, those crazy stupid (laughs) after the catch plays that he made in college. I don't think those are going to happen in the NFL.
1: Yeah, a couple more bodies get to you. You know, you stop your feet and five guys get to you instead of one. And yeah, it's not quite as open. Things are a little more compact, but he did look good. Um, I didn't have many negatives. I I mean, I thought that Ramsey beat up on Amari Cooper, but I don't think I think Cooper's a little bit overrated. I mean, I think Lamb and Gallup are going to be. Um, maybe his equal before long. They lost Blake Jarwin, though. That's another yeah. injury of note. I mean, not that he's great, but he was going to get a lot of one-on-one matchups. I
0: believe that's a feared torn ACL. I've not seen the update yeah, yet on so that one too. for Jarwin, but could be a, a season ender. Um, you know what was tough? Is I, as I was trying to watch the wide receivers in that game when Dallas is on the field, Lamb... Gallup and Cooper they're all exactly the same height and I was like okay wait which which, guy? Is that 88 or is that 13 or is that 19 I was like which guy (laughs) is that which guy is that and then you're like okay that was that was Gallup but that was you know um (laughs) so that was difficult to to follow in real time at times it got easier as the game went on all right we got to talk Monday Night Football here Matt because we're just about out of time the first game is your Steelers at the New York Giants Pittsburgh favored by five and a half which doesn't seem like enough to me
1: it doesn't seem like enough to me either. I think the Steelers are a pretty complete team. Um, Daniel Jones doesn't handle pressure well. Well, the Steelers have led the league in sacks three years in a row and might only be getting better. So um, uh, I'm going to be very homerish. And I've been talking about this game to no end for weeks, but I don't see it being very competitive.
0: I'm with you on that. But Daniel Jones has an opportunity. Uh, and, you know, uh, another year older, what step is he taking in the offseason? Mm -hmm. that's going to be fun to monitor for all these young quarterbacks, which direction they go. We saw Sam Darnold just have such a rough go, and it's like, gosh, you you don't want to bury the guy yet just because he has a bad week and the the team's not good around him. Can he elevate despite that? And with the Giants, and this is a tough task in week one, no preseason games, can he elevate? Can the Giants be much different, much better than we saw last year? Uh, It's going to be a big question.
1: And I think they're they're a great first opponent for my – My hometown. Yeah,
0: I mean that's a great way to start. But uh, (laughs) you know some other teams probably thought that about the Jaguars and Washington and the the Cardinals and it didn't turn out that way. So yeah. I hear you. I hear you. Uh how about the later game? The Tennessee Titans are on the road at the Denver Broncos. This one's tough for me because I love your your thoughts about playing Denver early in the season, playing Mm -hmm. in that altitude and not being ready for that. But then the Broncos come in and you lose Von Miller and Cortland Sutton's banged up. And so I don't even know which direction to go here. Uh Tennessee giving up three on the road at Denver Monday
1: night. I know I don't feel strong about this and I'm going to go against my principles again and take Tennessee. And a lot of it's because I don't really trust Locke. And I think Sutton being out is gigantic. I think he's a superstar in the making. Vaughn Miller is a superstar and not out. I mean, the, the Titans don't protect real well, but how how will Denver's pass rush be without Von Miller? I I worry, but I hate doing this. It's against one of my principles. You know, I mean, you bet on Denver at home early in the year. <laughs>
0: uh, yeah, that's tough. Um, I, I it's it's hard not to feel really confident about the Titans, but again, we'll see if that that home field advantage does help for Denver Monday night. Um, one thing for me is my preseason rookie of the year pick and Jerry Judy. That was before Cortland Sutton came down and got hurt. Um, I like Judy here and I'm, Mm. I'm going to go deeper dive into the rookie wide receivers later in the week. And, and uh, that'll be part of our stock up stock down segment. I think on Wednesday, Jerry Judy is the guy I'm going to be watching all day here. And then the second year receiver for Tennessee, AJ Brown, his efficiency was nuts last year, 20 yards per catch. Can he keep up that efficiency and get a bigger target load? This year in that offense. Um, Those are the things I'm going to be looking for Titans Broncos Monday night.
1: Yeah, I'm looking forward to both games for sure. But I don't have a great feeling on the second one to bet it.
0: One quick note about just this NFL weekend. First of all, thank God it's back. It was so fun yesterday. Parked on the couch watching hours and hours and hours and hours of football. Uh, my two-year-old son is like, "What's going on here? Can we get some Sesame Street?" And he's like, "Nah, we have to find a different TV for that one."
1: <laughs> um, and, used to it, son. Yeah. and
0: from from yeah. what I understand, if my people, four,
1: my fourteen-year-old watched every minute with me. Oh, so someday you... that's in your future.
0: There you go. Well, he's drafting yep. Reichwell Armstead in his fantasy leagues, right? So uh, he's yep. he's already got the bug. I'm sure. If you're living in a house with with Matt Williamson, um, he's got a lot of choice. One th- quick note about all of these games that. I think is also going to be just, it just made week one even more weird is watching the games on TV. Didn't feel that different. And there's the piped in sound and the, the the TV broadcast could play with audio a little bit more from what I understand in the stadiums, it was really odd and it took like at least a half of the game to even realize this is a real game and not some odd practice scrimmage.
1: I am excited to talk to my people that are, actually in New York now for the Steeler game that we're, you know, see them face to face and chat with them, what their thoughts are, but just listening to a lot of announcers, you got that feeling, you know, like as we sit here, just like you said it, you know, I'm sitting there, my lazy boy, it kind of looks normal, but the people that are there telling us about it, it didn't quite come across that way.
0: All right. We'll be back tomorrow to break down all of the Monday night football action Steelers at giants, Titans at Broncos, and our new segment, Two Minute Warning, which features your questions. Uh, two minutes on each topic. You hit me on Twitter, at BD Peacock, tag Matt, at Williamson NFL. Two Minute Warning, coming up Tuesday. Right here, Peacock and Williamson NFL Show.